Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Limitless Health Podcast with Jess and Tracy and our very special guest, Dr. Christina Erndl, who is a doctor of naturopathic medicine. We are so excited to bring her on and bring her information to you to give you a little more insight as to why you would even consider naturopathic medicine. I've had my personal journey with naturopathic medicine for the past, I think, five years. And I was led that direction because the traditional medical model was basically telling me, we don't know what's wrong with you. Everything checks out fine. I'm sure a lot of you folks listening have encountered that at some phase of your your health journey, you might even be there now and be in a place of frustration and looking for answers. And so uh, we just felt that it was imperative to collaborate with the people that we actually personally collaborate with in our personal lives in helping us on our health journeys. And so we are bringing Dr. Christina here to chat a little bit more about what in the heck is naturopathic medicine. Welcome, Dr. Erndl. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Yeah, we're happy to have you. Why don't we just start with why naturopathic medicine? Tell us your little, your story. Yeah, so, well, the reason that I got into naturopathic medicine is actually because my dad had a bunch of health problems when I was growing up and saw like a ton of doctors, did a ton of, you know, Um, prescription treatments and surgeries and things like that and I never really saw him get better and they kind of could never give him um, the answers that he was looking for so he kind of saw after like alternative treatment and that helped him a lot um, physically and mentally and then when I was getting towards the end of undergrad I kind of like I knew I wanted to do something in medicine but I just didn't think the western medicine model was like what I was after. And so I found the school in Tempe, Arizona, um, Sonoran University. And I was like, oh, this looks really cool. Um, You still learn like all of the regular medical science classes and then kind of all of the natural stuff. Um, And naturopathic medicine is just getting to the root cause of the problem. So not just symptom management, we kind of look at the whole person and kind of figure out what, um, the root is of the disease or the symptoms and then we kind of treat everything so mental emotional physical spiritual it's not just the symptom that's presenting and it's that so much yeah yeah we we feel so aligned with that because we feel we think and feel and practice very similar in our scope of practice as well so this is this is what leads us to like blab on fast what uh, like nonstop during our sessions my sessions with you 
<laughs> because yep. we're like so similarly minded. So I love like always learning more from you. Oh yeah. And there's so many different kind of avenues to naturopathic medicine. That's really why I like it. It's really individualized to the person and not every naturopath practices the same. Um, even to naturopaths who focus in mental health, they can have a totally different kind of perception of treatment and care, which is cool because not everyone responds to one thing. And we kind of have a bunch of tools to utilize for a person. Um, so two people that come to me with anxiety aren't going to get the exact same treatments. They're going to get something that works with their body. And then I always ask the person to like, I can give you the best treatment plan, but if you're not, you know, ready to do herbs or ready to do homeopathy or ready to do, you know, whatever it is, then that may not work for them. So it's kind of cool. We get to try a bunch of different things and, you know, nine times out of 10, you don't have side effects and it's not expensive. So it's really nice to be able to have a bunch of different tools to utilize. That's so, <laughs> that's so awesome. Just yeah. uh, like, I think about like working with your body. Like that's, that's something that we're always trying to do is like, let's meet your body where it is. And I think you're exactly right. Of Like you might have a great treatment approach for this person that comes in, but if they're not quite there yet, or if it's not going to fit into their lifestyle, then you might shift, you know, versus a lot of times, I think we've all experienced this of a medical doctor is like, well, here's the plan. Like, this is the protocol. This is the standard of practice. Do this, da, 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 check the box. Good luck. But I love what you're saying of like, I realize that this plan might not fit this person right now. And we might need to shift gears and maybe circle back to that at one point. But that's fantastic. Like that meeting the person. Yeah. And it really works. I mean, in school, it was kind of hard as a student because obviously we're like going with what the doctor is kind of wanting us to do. So sometimes it didn't always align with the patient. And I kind of noticed that a bunch like practicing how like we have to kind of do what the patient is willing to do because that's the only way that we're going to make any movement. And it really works the best that way because then they're willing to do those little things and then like you said like circling back around to something that maybe we didn't try before as they're starting to feel better they're more willing to do those things because they're like oh I am feeling better these things are working let's keep trying the other things and so that's been like really cool to see I'm sure it, it's I mean I know Tracy and I in our you know physical therapy practice but as we've mesh that into a non-traditional health coaching business, always knowing there's another way, <laughs> like yeah. literally hands down, it doesn't matter what's going on with a particular person from our mindset. And I'm sure it sounds like you're the same way. You're gonna have some ways to help this person move forward in their health. And one person who is suffering, like you said, from anxiety, compared to the next person who is suffering with the same thing will not have the same quote unquote treatment approach or approach to whatever, you know, moving towards better health. I think that's so powerful. And I think too, it could also blow people's brains apart <laughs> about they're not used to possibilities. Just like mm -hmm. Trace said, you go to a practitioner and here's the plan. It's not your plan, customized, personalized, 
what's going on with your life? How can we get started in moving you towards some success? It's the plan. So we've been conditioned like our entire lives to look for the plan. And so with all of three of us, we've got a plan and we've got your plan. We just got to figure out what your plan is and your plan starting is going to shift to be your plan three months down the road, maybe a little different, six months. So yeah, talk, talk to that a little bit about your perspective of, of that. Yeah. I think that's like exactly what you're saying. Like when you go to, you know, an MD, a medical doctor, it's not that they don't want to help people or they don't want to offer other things. I think that when they learn a specific treatment for a specific disease, that is the tool that they have. And so that's what they know. And that also is like why they might not want to do, you know, the in-depth testing or specialty testing, because then they get the answers and they're like, okay, so what do I do now? Because a lot of the types of diseases we're seeing now that are chronic illnesses or hormone imbalance or inflammation, there isn't a quick fix or a pill or prescription, or even like a disease name for some of the things that we're seeing now. So it's really hard, I think, for them to get other tools from a toolbox that they don't have to help a person. And that's kind of what's different is we do those in-depth dives and kind of find out exactly what's happening. And we don't need the name of a disease to help the person get better. I think some people want that because it's like validating. And I totally understand that. But with mental health, especially, I see this all the time, you know, they're labeled this, this, and that, like you, you're depressed, you have depression, you're anxious, you're have bipolar X, Y, and Z. And then they hold on to that. And it's like, I have to be treated specifically for this name. And this is the treatment for that. And so getting people kind of away from like identifying with this, like, name of a disease that they have to have and just kind of utilizing all the tools we have to make them feel better as a whole is kind of like a a different approach to how western medicine kind of is um also like you know they go to that first line treatment which is the pill and if that doesn't work they try you know 10 other ones and then sometimes surgery is like the last thing surgery and prescription meds are typically like the very end of the line for us. I will prescribe meds. We do in Arizona, like have prescriptive authority. And, you know, obviously in cases if someone has like a really bad infection and they need antibiotic or someone is, you know, very anxious, they can get an anti-anxiety med. But typically that's going to be after we've tried everything else. And most people kind of understand like why that is. Um, It can also affect like the ability for natural medicine to work. And then there's always going to be like the interactions with herbs and meds and things like that. So then sometimes it becomes an art of trying to figure out all the puzzle pieces of what someone can have. And a lot of people are still seeing, you know, MDs and specialists and seeing me. So it is a bit of a dance and it's kind of hard to work with MDs when they don't understand, you know, what we're doing and you know the herbs we're using are supplements and sometimes you know the information that they're getting is a lot different than what I've learned and the information that I'm getting and that can be tricky and interesting as well yeah yeah sure. <laughs> yeah I like you're not in the business of trying to convince someone that you can help them right 
I mean, <laughs> Tracy and I, Tracy and I have had to have that talk with ourselves several times. We know we have answers and we have solutions yes. and we can baby step you towards a better place. But, uh, we just can't convince someone to think otherwise if they're not ready, which I think is a really important thing for us to just mention. We're, we're not saying this is the end all be all naturopathic medicine, our style of doing physical therapy meets health coaching, customized, personalized, looking for the source, helping the body heal, looking at all the systems. For us, it just seems natural. Like this is just how we all three think, but as we've said, the world around us is conditioned otherwise. And we would Absolutely. never want to stand on our platform and say, Western medicine sucks. It has no place. They don't know what they're doing. That is absolutely, if our listeners hear one thing, we're not saying that. <laughs> what yeah. we are saying is that there are other possibilities. If you've felt stuck, like your dad had, you know, medical this, that, and the other trying to remedy and finally, you know, turn to alternative medicine where he finally saw some results. So I think that's really what we want our listeners to hear today, our audience to hear is that there are other possibilities. We don't want you swimming in the pot of this is the, I'm at the end and there are no answers and I'm just stuck being the way that I am. I know Trace and I have had that so often with with clients that they just, they feel stuck. They don't know where to go. And they're, they're at their end. Absolutely. Yeah. And it can be scary too. And like, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I think like, that's also really hard to navigate when someone kind of hears about natural medicine or what's a naturopath and starts, you know, doing research and stuff. There's like tons of info that's not accurate and then people get scared of that like oh it's not real or oh it's not going to make me better oh I'm going to spend all this money or oh an herb is going to kill me and it's really funny when people get in those patterns because then you look at kind of like the statistics of like you know getting sick in a hospital or like having complications from a med and you know those are so much more prevalent um, I think like mm -hmm. You know, dying in a hospital is like top five like causes of death in the U.S. or something like that. So it's it's really interesting when people hold on to these like little negative things about it. But it's funny because I try to like reframe that like someone comes in and they've tried everything else and nothing works, and I present them with an idea, and they're like, "Well, why do you think this is going to work? Or what if it doesn't work? Like, I don't want to try that because it's not going to work." And I'm like, "But what if it does work? There's no side effects." And it's very inexpensive. We can try this for three weeks. If it doesn't work, we can try something else. And they're so hesitant to try this thing that might not work. And that's an had been an interesting thing to kind of shift the perspective of people like, you know, it's not going to be harm to you. It's you're not taking a, you know, an intense drug that could hurt your liver or something like that. And we're going to see if that works. It's like very gentle thing. So kind of, and just like you're saying, like in society, we've kind of been conditioned to think that the Western model is the end all be all, especially with severe disease. I mean, I see people that come in that have pretty, you know, intense chronic diseases that have seen, you know, specialists at the Mayo Clinic and specialists in large hospitals and doctor and doctor, and they haven't been able to get better. And they're just like, I need something else. And they're willing, you know, to, to kind of try everything. And it, I mean, it works if you, you know, find what works for you and find a good person that you like 
can connect with. I think like it is very a very powerful medicine. And I think we are beginning to shift as a society and focusing on like our whole health um, and just, you know, community too. We've kind of, I feel like COVID kind of messed up like our ability to kind of connect with each other just as like humans in general. And that's a huge part of healing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting, you know, you're getting people come to you saying, you know, what if it doesn't work? And immediately I'm not here to like cause this debate today on statin drugs, but, (laughs) but it immediately made me think about statin drugs and statin drugs are, you know, one of the highest prescribed med out there. And if you actually look at the research on statin drugs of how, how very minuscule of a difference they make of your heart issues or even preserving your life. If people actually realized how minuscule of a change it made, I don't think anyone would take that bet, but their insurance pays for it. You know, if you were paying a hundred dollars out of pocket and you saw the actual like stats on this widely prescribed drug, you might think twice and be like, okay, well, that's not worth it because it comes with this laundry list of side effects and it's only maybe-ish going to help me this, you know, this small percentage. Um, But that is the way our system set up is, you know, well, my insurance pays for it, so that's great. And so can you speak to that side of like the financial aspect? Like you made, Mm -hmm. you made, you've made a couple of comments about like, it's not that expensive, but I think that's one of the big things that people are hesitant about seeing at someone like you is the cost. Absolutely. So when I say not expensive, this is relative to like, if you didn't have insurance and you went and saw a Western medical specialist for 15 minutes, you know, they could charge your insurance or charge you up to four or $500, $600 for 15 right. minutes for them just to like evaluate you in whatever way that they're doing. Um, and I think like in states like Arizona, California, Oregon, Washington, um, even Vermont, I believe there are naturopaths that are contracted with insurance and people can go see them for visits with copays as little as like $20. Um, so that is a little bit more accessible for people who are still in the insurance model. Um, at my practice, we do cash pay. So the visit is out of pocket. Um, but comparatively to what we're charging, so say anywhere from, you know, 200 to $300, but you're getting two and a half hours and we're kind of pretty mm-hmm. much learning your entire life. Right. Like I, I look at someone's medical records, their family history, their diet, their environment, their family history, all the meds they're on, all the diseases they have, all the symptoms they've had. I ask about their childhood, their family, everything. So it's so much more in depth. Like I know my patients, I know, you know, their dog's names and like the kids they have, like things like that. I really want to know the person. I feel like it's helpful in that way too. Cause then you can kind of see if someone is getting better, if they kind of don't think that they're getting better. Cause sometimes I can see that, especially with mental health, they're like, Oh, I don't know. But then the way they talk and like how they look and stuff, it changes. So that's really cool to see. So I think the benefit of paying cash pay, you're getting that longer mm-hmm. time. And we're not dictated by an insurance company telling us these are the treatments you have to provide this person. And this is the amount of time that you can spend with them. So when you look at like the cost and time and the in-depth 
part aspect I feel like it's the value or the value exactly it is worth it Uh and then the treatments after that I mean supplements can add up for sure um but just like anything you know there are specialized drugs that people have to be on you know biologics or chemo and things like that and those are very expensive even with insurance so it's just kind of weighing the benefit and the risks of doing Mm -hmm. those um and then I primarily practice homeopathy which is a type of natural medicine. It's the little sugar pellet that just stimulates your body's ability to heal itself. And those remedies you can buy, you know, from a sprouts and they're like $10. Um, So there's things like that, that are pretty like cost effective. Um, And then I always start with like the foundations of health, you know, how's your sleep, how's your stress levels, you know, water intake, the food that you're eating, the movement that you're doing, and all of those things, you know, are things that you're already doing or can do, and they're not expensive, or they're free. Um, So it's just kind of, and I always work with someone, you know, like, and it is expensive, I think that initially, like the upfront cost is what kind of scares people, especially when you're committing to going every four to six weeks, which is kind of how often we do see patients when they're dealing with chronic disease. And that upfront can be a little bit scary for people. But like I said, like there are clinics that do take insurance, which is really helpful for those people who really need that. And then also we, they usually get labs covered, which is really nice. If they did need prescriptions for me, that usually gets covered if they have insurance. And a lot of clinics that have naturopaths will take the HSA or FSA card, which is really nice for people. They can utilize that for visits and supplements. Yes. I mean, if you think about, you go to your primary care physician and okay, maybe you've got the $25 copay. You see them for 15 minutes. They don't know anything about you. They might tell you your, you know, your lab results are all like normal and you're sitting here like they're all normal, like within normal range, but you feel like crap and they bill your insurance. Like you said, four or 500 bucks and you walk out not feeling any better. You're like, well, I guess like my labs are all within normal range. I guess everything's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess this is just what I have to deal with. And so I love that there are people like you who are like, okay, just because it's in normal range doesn't mean that it's the right range for you. And how do we actually, but you obviously don't feel good. So how do we adjust that? And so, yeah, I think about that value and it's like, yeah, it, it has a price. It comes with a price tag, but so does, so does feeling like garbage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. And I think like too, you're paying for insurance, like people are paying, you know, sometimes 300, 400, $500 a month for their family to have insurance. And some people who are, you know, fairly healthy, who still want the preventative aspect of natural medicine, you're, paying $400 a month, but you could pay way less than that. But that's also the crappy part about insurance is like, it is all or nothing. Like you have insurance, something catastrophic happens, you need to go to the hospital, you want insurance, because you'll be paying, you know, hundreds of 1000s of dollars if you don't. But then for the people, you know, who aren't going to the doctor 20 times a year and stuff and still having to have that, and then not wanting to pay you know, the out of pocket costs, there's kind of like, I wish there was some sort of like, and I know there are some states that do like a catastrophic type insurance where you can only have that and it's cheaper and it's for if you need to go to the hospital or need any major surgeries. But obviously, we know like the healthcare world is ruled by insurance. So 
they're not going to yeah. offer easier options for other people so that they can see, you know, naturopathic doctors that aren't going to prescribe the meds that they're making money from. It's, which yeah, is the unfortunate yeah. part. It doesn't benefit the people. Yeah. The listening to you talk about how long you spend with a client. And I was just in there with one of our daughters a couple weeks ago and it was legit. It was booked at a 90 minute session, but I think it even went longer than that. And I'm not mm -hmm. complaining. That was amazing. And exactly what you said, you are asking about all the different aspects of what our daughter is influencing our daughter from inside out, outside in. And, you know, we know about the, the psychological aspect of health, right? If we think we can get healthy or if we've been connected to and validated, we, we almost instantaneously feel better about it, right? And so therefore, are we healthier? Well, definitely energetically, right? In thought. Absolutely. And so, you know, the whole, we had a client, last week talk about she had come from an appointment. She was looking forward to the appointment. She had a plan for it. And she was so frustrated by the time she got to us because they wouldn't even listen to me. I only had 15 minutes and basically the practitioner blew in, blew out, and she wasn't validated at all and walked away from that appointment. Like what the what? And so that was not what our experience was. Ours was like, game on, got a plan. I'm in. Like I could be committed to, well, maybe not that, uh, you know, recommendation now we'll start here sort of a thing. Like there's always another way, but that, that I think that, <laughs> that mental emotional aspect of healing starts with the conversation lasting a heck of a lot longer than five or 15 minutes. If it is an easy peasy case, oh, I'm in here, I cut myself, it looks a little infected, blah, 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 blah. Like, so there's a spectrum, right? So I, I, yeah, I, I'm so grateful. I mean, I'm not grateful, but I am grateful for my own personal health journey. Uh, mm -hmm. And intuitively too. I mean, I feel God has wired both Tracy and I to like, always think alternative. Like there's something more, there's more to just the, you know, movement do this exercise in this plane, or it's these set of exercises for a rotator cuff issue. It's never that <laughs> it's partially that, but then, so anyway, I just, I think it primed me to be looking for answers when I was told for the third year in a row at my annual pap, everything checks mm -hmm. out fine. Well, super, because I feel like a pile of poop. And so are we supposed to just take that and walk away and feel like a pile of poop? Like, oh, it's age or whatever it is. And so I love that there are practitioners out there like you that are empowering people to think about possibilities and alternative health measures. Absolutely. I loved what you said. Like the first start of the healing journey is like when they're sitting there having that conversation, because a lot of the times that's like the first time that they've ever been able to express everything that they're feeling and a doctor actually just sit there and listen to them and ask them more questions mm -hmm. about it instead of kind of being like, okay, but like, what's the worst symptom and how can we treat that one? And then kind of ignoring yeah. everything else. And it's like, oh, I've had this rash for 10 years mm -hmm. and it won't go away, but I also have high blood pressure. And they're like, the person's concerned about the rash. The doctor's concerned about the high blood pressure. Can we focus on both? And I, you know, there are times where we do have to have a hierarchy of like, what is, you know, at imminent yeah. 
uh, danger, so to say, like what's going to be like the top thing. But I still acknowledge that they have told me these things and we put it, you know, in a list of things that we will work through. Um, and just like yeah, them having time to actually spend where they can ask me questions too. And I'll actually give them an answer. Or if I don't know the answer, tell them I'll find out. That's kind of lacking. I know I've I, you know, don't really see primary care doctors as much, but I do see Western medicine, you know, for guides and for physical exams and things like that occasionally. And just the, the lack of time at the end to ask them questions or the inability for them to feel like they can give me any kind of answer or words they don't want to, or they think that it's rude of someone to ask a question. I don't never really understood that part of it. Um, my dad's experienced that too. Like, you know, he's in the hospital and they're giving him a med and he's like, well, what's that for? And they're like, something that you need. Okay. Thank you for that answer. Uh -huh. Like, you know, and, yeah. and my mom experienced that too recently in the hospital, you know, like, you know, they're just giving you a bunch of stuff and doing tests and doing this, but not really explaining what's going on. And I think that that contributes to someone's lack of trust in, in medical providers mm -hmm. and that kind of like, oh, I have to go to another doctor and sit and tell my story again. And they're just going to give me the same exact mm -hmm. runaround. And like, you know, a lot of people I'm seeing are at the end of the journey of going to see all these medical providers and then coming to me. So it's like, oh my gosh, I have to do this all over again. What are they going to think? What are they going to say? Like, are they even going to help me? And do I have to do everything? Do I have to go see another person? And then some people, I, I've seen this like in the younger generations are just automatically off the bat kind of seeing naturopaths and being like, I have research and I feel like this is my best option. I don't even want to go try the meds or do any of that because I've seen, you know, family members go through that and it never helped them. So mm -hmm. I think, yeah, just like someone being able to talk and express like how they feel and having someone that's going to listen and it, it not be less than 10 minutes. I mean, I can't even like get so through someone's totally. family history in 10 minutes. So I really don't know how people go see a doctor for 15 minutes and then get a treatment and get better. I really, it's very few and yeah. far between. And like you said, what gets billed for the insurance for those few words and that little interaction is redonkulous. Yeah. Oh, but my insurance pays for it. Well, good grief. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Everyone's paying for insurance because of stuff like that, where the value doesn't meet what you receive and then it gets blown up in costs and then it's distributed across the entire nation and healthcare. You know, this is just bend over and take your spoon full of this is what you get for your insurance. It's just, oh, yeah. it gets me all, it gets me all well, wound up. And it completely disempowers the individual as a patient. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, because like you said, they end up going to this specialist and this specialist and tell another story and over and over and over. And it totally takes away the power of the person that they're, well, I guess I just, I need this next thing or, oh, well, I'm still waiting on this test. I can't heal. Like we get this sometimes of people come to see us and they're like, well, do I need to, should I get my MRI results before I see you? Well, no, like that's fine. Like get your MRI or get the results, but we can start working and we can start like meeting your body where it is. And then we can weave in whatever the imaging, whatever the tests. Um, but people will get stuck in that trap of like, I can't heal until I get this. I can't heal until I get the diagnosis. And you know, like you're saying, like we're not the diagnosis. 
we are a person with all sorts of different facets that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And Completely. that brings the empowerment back. So, okay, we've we've mentioned this before, but again, we're in this drive-through microwave drone drop this one size fits all magic pill society Mm -hmm. the quick fix expectation right do you put that outside of your door like this is not a one-stop shop quick fix practitioner go away (laughs) if you're looking for that answer (laughs) yeah and I try to explain to people I'm like you know yeah we all want the quick fixes we all want the one pill the one thing the easy five minute whatever you know, I've been dealing with this chronic condition for 10 years. Can I just have something that fixes me this week? I would love that. I wish that that was the reality. But the deeper healing that happens when you actually are committed to something is what's so profound. Because there are those quick fixes. But sometimes those quick fixes are so surface level that at such a short period of time, you may feel better. But then there's other issues that arise from that. And usually the quick fixes include prescription meds, which I'm not saying like those are always bad, but you know, that also brings a host of side effects and can bring on other conditions that are chronic, you know, like the statin conversation that can, you know, induce type two diabetes, which is already like rampant in our society. And those aren't things that are quick, you know, treatments for that aren't quick fixes, like the pills just stabilize your blood sugar on a surface level, but it's not actually healing those cells that are like, you know, in balance, metabolically in balance. So I think, like, explaining to people and getting them on board with, oh, we're going to do all these things that take time, but you're going to heal deeper, that eventually you won't need all of these things. And you don't need the quick fix, because then you're just healed. And people can heal from all these kinds of diseases. And you don't always have to take supplements or homeopathy or get acupuncture, do, you know, all of these things. Sometimes it's really intense in the beginning to get your body to the place where it's in balance, but our bodies are designed to be in balance. Our bodies, once they're given the tools, can can re-regulate. And I think that once it's presented like that, some people are like, okay, I get it. And then when once they start feeling better or noticing the changes and they're like lasting changes it's, it's more plugged into their mind in that way. Totally. You guys, I just read this week that 60% of people have at least one chronic disease. And I think it was 40% have two or more. That is mind blowing to me. And these chronic diseases are mostly reversible. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of them can be switched with some lifestyle things and some adjustments and little tweaks. And what do we do? Just you're saying like we're masking symptoms and like, do we want to just avoid, I don't know, avoid sickness or do we want to actually promote health? Like it's, it's a difference. It's a difference between sick care and health care. And what do we actually want? Do you want to live, like, do you want to live well, or do you just want to die longer? Yep. That's what we're we're doing. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to die longer. No. (laughs) I think our hearts. I want want to come see you. I've, I've never been to a naturopath, you guys. And I don't have a lot of like major things. Yeah. I know. I personally don't feel like, I don't know, I'm a pretty like even keel system. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. But I'm like, how much better could I feel you guys? Cause I'm <laughs> sure my hormones and minerals and all sorts of things are out of whack and my stress level. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, so I'm fascinated. Like, you know, like how much better can we live if we yeah, promote the I, systems? I love yeah. Dr. Erndl. You said that our bodies are designed to be in balance and they're designed to heal. Mm-hmm. And I think we have refreshing that or even like putting that out there maybe is literally the first time that someone can really listen to that and receive it and go, what? Okay, wait, hold on. You know, I don't need a diagnosis. You know, the chase that we have again, been conditioned to be part of when something feels off. So we're designed to be in balance. We definitely know when we're not. So then Mm -hmm. we're instantly, we're, we're looking for answer. Well, typically we're looking for answers. Otherwise there's the other side of the pot that just ignores nothing's wrong until, you know, something else happens. But, you know, the possibility of believing in, hey, your body is designed to be in balance and it is your body is designed to heal. That is massively powerful, massively Ah. powerful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's like gives the person back their power to do it themselves and I always tell my patients like I'm just the facilitator of your journey I'm just giving you the tools to do it yourself that I'm not making you better the medicine isn't even making you better the hydrotherapy the herbs the homeopathy whatever it's you within yourself that's making you better those things are just tools to kind of wake your body up to Mm -hmm. go back to that and I think when someone you know, grasp that back to themselves, it is super powerful and helps them kind of continue on. It gives them that little like positive spark. And I really, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so gratifying to be able to, to create a positive change in someone and you can see the difference. It's like, it just totally, I say it, it gets me jicky jacked. Like it really just gets me so excited. And then I'm like, ah, I just want to do more. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love our hearts, uh, around that. Um, I swear. Okay. So I had said to this, said to you before, I think we could do like a series of podcasts. You could be a regular special guest. Uh, I have thought of so many different things like, Oh, we could do us an episode on reversing inflammation, right. Or reversing type two diabetes, or, I mean, like there could be a billion different things that we talk about. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would love f- to leave our listeners with just this nugget. I think what we just, you know, summarized about your body's designed to be in balance and your body's designed to heal really kind of summarizes what we all represent in our different expertises. Um, and so if someone is at their end, there's, they're, they've got their limitations, right? And they're tired of being limited in their health in some way, shape or form. And they're thinking, I might want to give this a try. How can people find you, Dr. Erndl? So I am at Nourish Natural Medical Center in Tempe, Arizona on rural. Um, I also do telemed. Um, if you go to our website at nourishnaturalmedicalcenter.com, you can find me there. Um, I do see clients like all over the world. 
um, through telemed. I'm kind of just like a consultant in that aspect. But in Arizona, I act as a primary care doctor. I do focus in mental health and autoimmune disease. I see ages, you know, 10 years old to 80 years old, women, men, children, um, yeah. kind of do it all. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And you, awesome. and how long have you been practicing? You said this is my second year practicing. And I would never guess that. Like there is nothing about my encounters with you and your knowledge base and, and how you interact. I mean, you know, like, do you want the new grad med student or do you want the one who's been practicing for 20 years? Like there's no, mm -hmm. like it, it, there's no difference with you at all. So um, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. Okay. So, um, Trace, do you have any que like questions before we go into what do we love that we didn't tell Dr. Erndel what no. that this is what we do? I'm so, <laughs> I'm just so excited. So I yeah. just, I would, I would love to just hang out with you all day. Um, yeah. so thank you. This was, this is so good. And I think this is such a needed conversation to start having with people and more people need to be open to someone like you, who's going to really make a change. So thank you. Yeah. yeah, of course. So what Trace and I started doing, you know, there are things that we do to support our health, right? And in, it can be, you know, the, it's massively like all over the place possibilities. So we say, what are we loving this week? And we pick out something that we feel supports our health in any way, shape or form. And we just give a little plug to it. Um, so I know that we didn't mention this to you <laughs> and and I literally oh actually I I did I, I was like what do I love this week um I'll start okay <laughs> and we have been known to repeat because things cycle back around and we like have a refreshed love for something uh, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my diffuser and I know you use a diffuser in your treatment rooms as well but there's just something that's so lovely energetically and you know stimulates our uh, our sense of smell right that can promote and just give you whatever kind of energy but I love my diffuser with different essential oils I'm actually I don't even have it running right now but typically in the fall I start moving towards kind of the folly smells um, doTERRA makes an on guard that's like orange and clove and so it smells kind of fallish uh, but has all the 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 great antimicrobial, bacterial, blah 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 um, capabilities. So I'm I'm loving my diffuser, and now I need to go put water in it and find whatever essential oil that I want to <laughs> light up. I know. In my... Now I want to you know, want to get mine going too. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you what I'm loving because I'm really excited about it. You guys, I bought a bread maker. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> don't laugh nice. at me um and this is okay this is why like okay for all the people who are like bread bread's bad um this is why I ended up buying the bread maker is because first of all who doesn't love homemade bread um yeah. but my kids decided that they are sandwich people mm. nowadays and I was okay with that, but I wasn't okay with all the chemicals. Like if they're going to be eating a sandwich every day, I just was not okay with all the other crap in their sandwich every day. So I'm like, all right, I'm by this bread maker and I can make bread with like four ingredients and it's delicious. And honestly, like, I don't know. I, I don't even crave it. Like it's in my house. I make it, you know, maybe once a week or so. And 
I'm not binging on it. I think when it doesn't have all the added stuff, um, I feel like it's not as addictive, honestly. And I also yeah. have been making yogurt in this thing. And <laughs> I, I'll be honest, you guys, I like yogurt that's got some flavor and some sugar. Okay. I'm going to be fully <laughs> honest about that. Um, but I actually feel like I've been feeling better. Like my belly feels better since I've, it's just been, I don't know, maybe three weeks or so since I started making this homemade yogurt. And I think it's doing something positive in my body. Cause I just feel less yuck and bloated after my morning smoothie and maybe a little cleaner in, in the midsection. So I don't know. Yeah. I'll make you some yogurt, Jess. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and, and I'm already talking with the girls like, man, we need a bread maker. Cause they too, now, again, it, it's cycle, it cycles uh, on what they'll eat. But if we can have good bread, they will have a sandwich. So then I'm like, well, just like Trey said, if it can have four or five ingredients. Okay. That's, yeah, yes, I don't feel I so bad bread, about it. You know, but yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'm going to connect with you about your bread maker. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good one. Dr. Yeah. Uno, what? Okay, what is, there, is there anything you're loving? Yeah, so speaking of fall, um, I make something called fire cider every like fall before winter. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's no. like a concoction of honey, mm -hmm. apple cider vinegar, and then you put like various herbs and spices in it. So I do onion, garlic, orange, jalapeno, horseradish, turmeric, ginger. And then sometimes oh. I'll do extra things like opening up. My, it's very, it's very, very strong. So you only take like, Ooh, a yeah. yeah, it's very strong and very spicy. Um, you let it ferment for like four to six weeks in like a dark amber bottle. And then you kind of want to like shake it every couple days to make sure it's kind of getting all in there. I sometimes open like mushroom capsules in it to get some extra like immune support in there. And in the fall, winter, you just take a shot in the morning every day and it just really helps like boost your immune system. It can help fight against colds and viruses. It's really easy. It's really, yeah. it's really cool. It's not for everyone because it is very strong but you only need a little bit. Some people you can put like extra honey in it. So it kind of tastes yummy. Some people make yeah. a tea with it. And so that's yeah, really good. And it's that time of year now. So yeah, doing I that. mean, the things we do intense. for health, right? You're listening. You're, yeah. You're listing off all the ingredients. So I'm like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I'm like cringing, but I'm it's... also like, I can do a shot. I will do a shot of that. Yeah. yeah okay. My send mouth us is the like recipe. salivating. <laughs> Yeah, I will. It's, I'm like really grossed really out good. and really intrigued. Send us the recipe. I'm intrigued about yes. this. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like your own personal, it's your own personal flu shot. It's like, yep. shot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the immune booster. Well, Dr. Arndell, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Again, we would love to invite you back and be like a regular special guest on the limitless health podcast and we talk all things about lifting limits off of people's health i would love that thank you for having me yeah yeah awesome all right guys thank you so much check the show notes out for any deets and we'll meet you next week um next wednesday for the limitless health podcast taking limits off your health one day one yeah. process one step at a time Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. 
Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health. Even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy, our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.